Hello, this is your daily dose of news from On Manorama. I'm your host Vishnu and these are the major news stories of Saturday, September 30th, 2023. Diplomatic row. External Affairs Minister S. Jay Shankar appeals against normalizing violence, threats and intimidation against Indian diplomats and missions in Canada. Congress will conduct caste-based census in country if voted to power to know exact number of other backward classes, says Rahul Gandhi. Monsoon ends with normal rainfall as positive factors countered El Nino effect, says India Meteorological Department. Self-radicalized youth from Delhi charged by the National Investigation Agency in Kodiko train arson case in Kerala. India regains Asian Games team gold after eight years with thrilling win over Pakistan. Let's get into the details. Hitting out at Canada, External Affairs Minister S. Jashankar said it is necessary to call out things like violence, threats and intimidation against Indian diplomats and missions and wondered if this had happened in any other country, would the world have taken it with equanimity? Let's not normalize what is happening in Canada, Jayashankar said during an interaction with Indian journalists in the US. His remarks came amid simmering tensions with Ottawa following Prime Minister Justin Trudeau's explosive allegations of the potential involvement of Indian agents in the killing of Khalistani extremist Hardeep Singh Nijar on June 18th in British Columbia. India had designated Nijar as a terrorist in 2020. India has angrily rejected the allegations as absurd and motivated and expelled a senior Canadian diplomat in a tit-for-tat move to Ottawa's expulsion of an Indian official over the case. On September 21st, India suspended visa services for Canadian citizens in view of security threats faced by the Indian High Commission and consulates in Canada. Congress leader Rahul Gandhi on Saturday said if his party is voted to power at the centre, it would conduct a caste-based census to know the exact number of OBC people living in the country. He claimed that the Dashtriya Swayam Sevak sunk and central government officers were framing the laws of the country instead of the elected representatives of the Bharatiya Janata Party. Addressing a public meeting in Madhya Pradesh where state elections are due by the year-end, Gandhi described the state as an epicenter of corruption and claimed that 18,000 farmers have ended their lives there in the last 18 years under the BJP rule. He claimed that the country was being run by only 90 officers, including the cabinet secretary and secretaries, while the BJP MPs and MLAs had no role in framing policies and laws in the country. On the women's reservation law, he said it would take around 10 years to implement and wondered why it does not have reservation for women from other backward classes category. The four-month monsoon season has ended with India receiving normal rainfall, 820 mm against a long period average of 868.6 mm, with positive factors countering the effect of El Nino conditions, the India Meteorological Department said on Saturday. Rainfall between 94% and 106% of the long period average is considered normal. However, normal cumulative rainfall over the country during the monsoon season doesn't mean even spatial and temporal spread of precipitation. The Indian monsoon refers to inherent fluctuations and changes that occur over time due to various natural factors. This is called natural variability. Research, however, shows climate change is making the monsoon more variable. Increased variability means more extreme weather and dry spells. El Nino conditions are associated with weaker monsoon winds and drier conditions in India. 
This year, India experienced a rainfall deficit in June but saw excessive precipitation in July due to consecutive western disturbances over northwest India and a favorable phase of the Marin-Julian Oscillation, known for increasing convection in the Bay of Bengal and the Arabian Sea. The National Investigation Agency has charged the sole accused in the Kerala train arson case that left three persons, including a child, dead and nine injured in April, an official said on Saturday. Shahrukh alias Shahrukh Saifi, who lived in the Shaheen Bagh area of New Delhi and was self-radicalized by following online propaganda of radical Islamic preachers, has been charged under various sections of the Indian Penal Code, Unlawful Activities Prevention Act, Railways Act and Prevention of Damage to Public Property Act, a spokesperson of the federal agency said. The 27-year-old is accused of committing the terror act by setting the D1 coach of Alapura Kannur Executive Express on fire on April 2nd. Shahrukh, the sole accused in the Gori case, had sprinkled petrol on the passengers and set the bogey on fire with a lighter with the intention to kill people, the spokesperson said, quoting the charge sheet. The accused had boarded the moving Alapura Kannur Executive Express, committed the terror act and continued to travel in the same train till Kannur before escaping to Ratnagiri in Maharashtra from where he was eventually arrested. The official said the investigations show that he had chosen Kerala for the act involving terror and arson as he wanted to commit his jihadi act in a location where he would not be recognized. He had intended to return to normal life after the commission of the act aimed at creating terror in the minds of the general public, the spokesperson said. The official said the accused was self-radicalized through various online propaganda material available on social media in favor of violent extremism and jihad, as propagated by radical Islamic preachers of Indian and foreign nationalities. Abhay Singh won the battle of attrition against Noor Zaman for the biggest prize of his career as Top Seeds India regained the Asian Games squash gold with an epic 2-1 win over Pakistan on Saturday. Before the tournament began, the Indian men's team was expected to step on top of the podium after eight years with its main challenge coming from Malaysia and Pakistan, the sports powerhouse in the yester years. The win in the final against Pakistan came after the loss to the arch-rivals in the league stage. India last won a men's team squash gold in the 2014 edition of the Games in Incheon, while the Pakistanis last claimed gold in 2010 in Guangzhou. That brings us to the end of this episode. Thanks for listening to Daily News Tours, hosted and produced by me, Vishnu Murlidharan, with technical support from IW Studios. Follow on Manorama.com for detailed updates on the latest news and be sure to come back tomorrow.